you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Natanya Dowell. Welcome, Natanya. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. I am super excited for today's episode. As usual, we're going to talk about management, and you have a great background in management with higher education. Before we jump into all this, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you've ended up where you are right now? Absolutely. Well, again, my name is Natanya Dowell. I am um, a wife and mother of four girls and two puppies. Um, My background was in higher education for 15 years where I um, led a campus here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and oversaw a really, really big team. I, um, in the mix of the pandemic, um, our campus actually closed. I didn't, you know, share that with you before. Our campus um, closed due to COVID. And um, at that point, I decided I was ready to finally take that leap and make a shift in my career. So even though I had spent, you know, a lot of time educating myself and working my way up the corporate ladder, so to say, I um, really wanted to go into full-time Um, entrepreneurship just to provide myself with a little more freedom and flexibility for myself and my family. So now I am actually operating a virtual assistant agency where I help small business owners learn how to delegate and really operate in their zone of genius. Perfect. I love it. I I think that's probably the biggest thing that I work with most managers and business owners on today as well, right? Like delegation is when, when you're not used to managing people, letting go and, and learning to delegate effectively, it's it's not an easy ride. How how do you go about doing it? How do you go about teaching managers how to do it? What's, what's sort of the secret sauce for you? Well, you know, it depends on who I'm speaking with, because that's always a touchy area, you know, Um, and it's even more touchy when it comes to business owners. Like, you know, it's very different in corporate where, you know, you kind of have these guidelines and people kind of have to just follow suit with business owners. You know, they develop their businesses and usually as solopreneurs and the businesses are their babies and they are very attached to them and very emotional about what they're doing. So, you know, once we come in and start assisting them in their businesses and taking on more of management roles, sometimes it's very hard for them to let go. Um, So it's really kind of Um, holding their hands through the process initially and building that trust with them and letting them know that they have kind of become the bottleneck in their business. Um, If they're not truly able to delegate and um, trust someone to take their vision, you know, expand upon their vision and actually help them to grow then they're kind of going to become stagnant at some point. So it's definitely a process. um, And depending on the person, how receptive they are to it, you know, sometimes 
uh, we're able to kind of hit the ground running. And we have that conversation about um, trust. We have the conversation about them operating in their zone of genius. And that's that's a whole process in in and of itself, just kind of like figuring out what their zone of genius really is. They may say one thing. And then once we start working together, I realize, okay, it's something else. <laughs> totally. Um, totally. But yes. But helping them to really hone in and focus their attention there and understand that my team because we have a, a understanding of how to operate small businesses and how to operate on a large scale level as well with our with my background in, in corporate, um, they're able to kind of, you know, feel at ease with being able to delegate to other people. Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what what what's often the biggest problem or how often do you see i mean what what i see with a lot of business owners is that you you definitely have the delegation struggle i think a lot of the time one of the core reasons i see with the delegation problems is also the fact of how they built the business right like entrepreneurs are very good at reaching out to everyone and trying to be everything to everyone all the time and 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 that's obviously makes it significantly more different difficult to build a business right because it, mm-hmm. it means that you're involved in everything as the business owner because you're trying to do so many different processes and so on so how often when you go into a business do you find that the business model is already set and and running well and how often do you see the business model and how they structured their service offerings is the bigger problem than than properly delegation itself oh to be really really honest with you i would say the latter um would be the higher percentage maybe 80% yeah. <laughs> because the um the solopreneur small business owner has really been focused on doing all the things so it has been very tough for them to sit down and really get policies and procedures in place and if you do not have those you don't have anything standardized in your business it's very difficult to delegate it's very difficult to share responsibility with someone because you know even if they get to the point of saying, okay, I'm going to share responsibility. Now they've kind of just um, switched where they're spending their time. Instead of spending their time doing all the things, now they're spending their time trying to train someone off the top of their head. Instead of being able to provide them with the SOPs and say, okay, this is what I need help with. And you know, just really being able to duplicate themselves in the business and not only duplicate themselves, but gain an extra skill set from that person that has now come to help them. So that that has been a huge struggle. Um, sometimes when um, my team and I go in to help a business and they're in that situation, you know, we'll start off by just helping them to kind of do a brain dump, honestly, like having those conversations to um, figure out, okay, what are they doing? What are they doing? How are they doing it? And what type of results they're getting from it? And then analyzing that to see if things are great as is, or how can we help them improve this process? And then standardizing it for them. 
Um, so, you know, again, it's a process, but it helps them to get to that point to where they can clearly see um, where they can potentially start delegating and they can kind of get to that point to where they can take a deep breath and then release and know that everything is, is going to be fine. So definitely the latter is the higher percentage. Every now and then we do come across a small business that has been running, you know, as a one person show doing all the things that they are fully, fully set up for su- success. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because again, like, like a lot of time when people come to me and like, they're like, Oh, I'm struggling to delegate and all that sort of stuff. I've, I've started going the other way around. And instead of focus on delegation first, actually looking at the actual business model and just seeing, you know, is the service offering clear enough? Are they simple enough? Are they limited enough? Uh, You know, if you have a business with three people or five people or 10 people and you're trying to deliver 25 different services, you know, that it's rarely going to work very well. Right. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. 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 So. Cool. So, so when you go down the route with people and you're you're sort of going through the delegation track and everything, um, how how do you then, yeah, make sure you get success? Like, what what do you do to ensure that that you have a, a relatively good outcome from from the engagements and so on? Well, I think the first thing, and and honestly, this could be um, transcended across you know whatever you're trying to do whether it's, you know, delegating or something else in your business is developing or really understanding what the results you desire to have are. So, you know, kind of figuring out what their KPIs are and using that as a measuring tool um, to say, okay, well, what is it that you really, really want to accomplish? Um, For um, example, if it's a, a coach that I'm working with, and they are desiring to, you know, have a certain amount of outreach done, or they're they're desiring to have so many leads come into their business or whatever, you know, they're trying to achieve, we need to to know what it is um, in a tangible way so that we can help them to achieve that. But like, if, if they don't know, and, you know, it's just kind of operating, uh, I hate to use this word, but I can't think of a, a better term right now. Uh, they're kind of operating willy nilly, you know. And um, so, again, it's another conversation and having it in a way to where they still feel in control. They still feel respected and as they are the CEO, but framing the conversation in a way to where they understand that we are helping them to help themselves. So by, by, you know, drilling down into their thoughts, into their business actions and all of that, we can kind of get a better understanding of what their actual goal is. And then we kind of uh, work backwards. So once we understand that we can, we can work backwards and help them to develop a process to get that done. That sounds great. That sounds mm-hmm. great, and and I think that's that's fundamental, right? Because uh, in in the end of the day, when you're when you're working with clients, it's it's always a little bit not not politics, but you when you work with any people, and this is the same in management, right? It's always about getting the right right outcome, and and sometimes you need to yes. 
jump around the same thing seven times before you actually yes. sometimes it's the way you say something or the way you do something suddenly people understand or suddenly they realize the, the how it how it works and how to operate it right well you know i think for myself because you know i'm also a business owner so i get it I was once in the place of operating my business as a solopreneur. So I get it, you know, and I understand that as human beings, we all have a certain level of ego and uh, being intelligent about that. And just, you know, sometimes having conversations to where you can see a person's body language versus, you know, speaking to them just over the phone or via email or, you know, those other means of communication helps you to navigate those type of situations. Um, You know, typically when I'm having those type of conversations, we would do them via Zoom or some other type of um, visual communication mode. And, you know, they may be saying yes or okay, but I see the tension, you know, arising in their body language. So, you know, I'll use methods that I've, I've learned over time to, you know, navigate the conversation to make sure that they feel heard and understood, that they recognize that um, I'm empathetic with where they are, but at the end of the day, I want their success. And in order for them to get to where they desire to be, they're going to have to learn to trust, you know, like one of the most important things when it comes to delegation, they're going to have to learn to trust at some point. And trust means sometimes taking your hands off. Trust sometimes mean, you know, checking your own ego and saying, okay, am I feeling like this is not working because I'm not doing it? Or the opposite or is it is it just because it's not working a lot of times it's because we we feel like we know best because we've been in it the longest um however i've realized even for myself like i provide these services for other business owners but guess what i also have people that provide services for me i understand that at times i have to step away because as business owners, we have um, blind spots when it comes to our own business. So sometimes having someone else to come in and do certain things, um, to be able to give you a different perspective, to be able to just get a task done. (laughs) It's like exactly what you need. So, you know, it's just all about letting the human factor be in the midst of the conversation to help you know, they help the person feel comfortable and knowing, helping them to understand that the process of delegating, if they're not used to it, if they're not comfortable with it, it may may take a little while for them to get there, but they will get there and it's going to lead to their ultimate success. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but one, of, one of my favorite sayings is the fact that, you know, that a lot of times when I'm giving people advice, I'm realizing, oh, 
I should be doing this. <laughs> so like a lot of the time, and, and I, I do a lot of like, I, I travel around to a lot of conferences and events, and we do a lot of these mastermind sessions where you sit down and you share about your business, you share about your challenges with mm-hmm. with, with other business owners, right? And, and uh, a lot of the time, people are not great at taking their own medicine, right? Like a lot of the time, you will see people giving great advice to others. And then when uh-huh. it's their turn, you realize they need the exact same advice that they give to everyone else. Um, so that's, yeah, that that happens on a regular basis. So so giving advice and, and seeing your business from from the outside perspective is, yes. is just super powerful, right? And, and that's that's why, I, I mean, I, I don't like to just look at it in business. I look at it in, in personal life as well, right? Like when Absolutely. you're- when you're learning new things and when you're learning new skills and so on, like when you go to the gym for the first time, like actually mm-hmm. having a coach look at you and see what you're doing. Um, you know, no one is born a business owner. No one is born with all the skills. No one yes. knows automatically what to do. So, you know, everyone is kind of trying to figure stuff out. And if you can help people that are experts at certain things, uh, get get on top of your game uh, that's that's generally a shortcut right now Absolutely. obviously when when you are a brand new business owner you might not be able to afford a lot of that right but but from a shortcut perspective and that's also what you will see when you start seeing people who have started multiple businesses it's not mm-hmm. just the fact they've started multiple businesses but it's the fact that they have resources right because when you when you have resources what happens is that you can circumvent a lot of these processes you can hire a bit more expensive people you can Mm -hmm. you you can take the right steps and and that just makes the journey much faster right but yeah absolutely so you touched on a a couple of things that and it caused some other thoughts to come up so one of them is Like when you are a new business owner, definitely, you know, you're kind of getting in. A lot of people are um, kind of, you know, pulling their boots by the bootstraps, trying to figure things out. And they are doing all the things like you are the marketing person, you're the administrative person, you're accounting, like you're everything in your business. Two things that I, I definitely think people can do if they're just starting out and they're not in a place to where they can hire someone, you know, to be in their business all the time. Um, one thing, the first thing is that um, having a mentor or a coach can definitely help um, alleviate some of the pitfalls because they can get advice or, or be able to see them doing certain things that could, that could, speed up the process for them in some cases to where, yep. you know, as you said, you know, a coach can tell you, okay, well, this is what I did and this is what happened. And, you know, if you're open enough to take what they share with you, definitely it will help you along the way. Um, I said I was going to share two things, but I just thought of another one. So the second thing, of course, they can hire a virtual assistant. Um and they range them in, you know, prices. So it just depends. Like if you're at a place to where you may be able to bring someone in as little as, you know, two, three hundred dollars a month. And then it goes on up from there, depending on, you know, how specialized a person it is. But if you just need help with 
um, getting your website off the ground. And the person doesn't have to be like a complete whiz to help you with some of those components or, you know, dealing with paperwork, dealing with your customer service, like little things that will help you focus on the big picture things. So you can definitely do that. The third thing is figuring out what you could standardize and possibly automate in your business. So of course, you're not delegating to a person um, in a sense, but you're still taking things off your plate that could be taking up a lot of time um, to, you know, to the point that you're not able to like get out there and market like you want to or advertise or, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. Um, I know for myself, one of the things that was so difficult for me when I first started was keeping communication to my audience active. You know, my business grew very fast and I quickly became um, booked out with clients. And I was full on in the client implementation process where I was working on their businesses. So guess whose business wasn't getting worked on? (laughs) Yep. Which, you know, is like for me now, I've learned that I need to, you know, be very strict with myself and setting certain days aside just for me. But when you're just starting out, you're trying to keep things going. You're trying to build. So having certain things um, automated, like just your emails, um, as a solopreneur, You can take the time to, you know, if you're going to do it yourself, write out five or 10 emails at a time in a sitting and put them into your system and schedule them out so that you're not doing that every single day. Anything that will make your life easier until you get to that point to where you can actually delegate it to someone on your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one 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 caveat I'll put in with that, and and because I've seen a few business owners do this, so is okay. uh, make sure that what you spend time and effort on on automating is actually good processes, right? Because I've seen Absolutely. people, particularly a little bit technical people that want to automate everything, but they're automating things that aren't actually great processes or aren't actually great things to be doing in the first place. So, um, yeah, I would, I would say just definitely make sure that you know you're. You're spending time and effort automating things that actually make sense to automate. Right? Absolutely. Like yeah. you said, a mouthful there. <laughs> That's, yeah. Excellent. Well, Natanya, it's been a fantastic conversation. Lots of interesting points. And the delegation is one of my favorite points for business owners. So very interesting to talk about. So thank you very much for joining us today. Just before we finish, do you have any sort of recommended resources or any particular things you'd recommend for people who are sitting out there just starting out and so on? So, I mean, I have a few things to recommend. I touched on them in the last, you know, few moments of me speaking. Um, You know, when you're just starting out, one of my biggest things that I, I often tell people in the process of, of building your business, we're kind of um, in this culture where everyone is, is in hustle mode and feeling like you have to be on 24-7. And being in that state, you're definitely going to probably burn out. And 
before your business has the opportunity to grow, before you have the opportunity to see the cash flow, to actually start hiring and scaling your business, you know, it's a possibility it could fizzle out if you're not taking care of yourself. So that's definitely something that I want to recommend to new business owners, especially. I think those that have been in the game for a while have figured it out by now (laughs) that you need to have some time for self-care. Like I don't believe in the 24-7 hustle at all. Um, And then, like I said, definitely looking into potentially hiring a virtual assistant. Um, I will say I am a little partial because I do have, you know, a virtual assisting agency that provides these type of services. And I just see that overwhelming burnout, you know, I've I've gotten in there and see business owners at the verge of just giving up. So that is something that I would definitely recommend, um, whether, you know, it's with my agency or with someone else, find what's affordable. For you, there are so many different options. Find what's affordable for you and fits what you need. Like take a moment, though it's going to take time, take a moment to really think about what you need help with. Think about what your strengths are. Think about what your passions are. Like what in your business would you do at any given time, even if you weren't receiving any type of payment or revenue or whatever, from it like that's that thing you really enjoy doing and would do it anyway like nine times out of ten your passion is there somewhere and also think about what you're good at doing all the other stuff start taking note of that and then list out the priorities and what you need help with if you're you know awful at typing and you hate typing and your business requires a lot of data entry, that may be the first thing that you want to get help with because most businesses are going to have a lot of data entry regardless of what type of business you have. So um, those, you know, those are the few things that I would definitely recommend um, that new business owners do. And, you know, anyone listening out there, if you are a new business owner, I wish you the best of luck. And Um, Just take care of yourself and hone in on your passion, your purpose, and your strengths. And I think you'll do well from there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing today. And thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. I've enjoyed our conversation. And I thank you for the invite as well. Excellent. And to the audience, thank you very much for hanging on all the way to the end. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.